personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leaf, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. We are very, very lucky right now because I was able to convince my accountant, Anthony Tramontano from Anthony Tramontano CPA. I love this. He writes PC. That's professional corporation, if you don't know. Anthony Tramontano to come back on the show because he was on last week and he was telling me last week all about how I'm going to not have to pay my taxes right now, how there was an extension, not just for the filing, but the payment. And it, it was pretty cool. They did it in New York State. They did it federally. And I'm like celebrating because I've been in therapy about this whole pandemic on one point because I refuse to get sick like I hope all of you do. I'm not – I'm doing – Forget um, personal protection equipment, Lauren. I'm doing isolation. Like I'm just staying away from everyone. Anthony's remote calling in right now because I just can't handle it. But the second reason is I'm a business owner. I have a landlord. I do a lot of real estate stuff. I, I run a law firm and we're shut down in a lot of sense. And so I hear that there's this new subsidy coming out from the federal government. The Congress does this and they call it the CARES Act. And in the CARES Act, I'm reading about this thing called Refundable Employee Retention Credit. And it's using these, these codes from the sections of the Internal Revenue Code. And my head starts giving me a headache because accounting does that. So then I called up Anthony Tramontano. He starts explaining to me. And I said, everyone else needs to know this answer too. So Anthony, what is the Refundable Employee Retention Credit? I need to know. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on again. And this uh – refundable credit is exactly that. It's a credit where 50% of qualified wages up to $10,000 per employee can be refunded to the employer. When you say refunded, what, is, what, is, what does that mean? Like I'm going to get a check? Well, what first happens is it will offset the social security expense that the employer incurs matching that of the employee. And then if that $5,000 is more than that, it will offset any other federal income tax on the Form 941, the payroll em employer tax return. And then if there's an excess, it will be refunded to the employer. So when we're talking about this $5,000, because 50% of 10000 is 5000 when we're talking about this $5,000, is this a deduction like when my mom says I can write off the, the meal when we go out to eat? It's a deduction. I was like, that's tax fraud, mom. You're not my client. But um, is this a deduction like that? What's that mean? It's actually better than a deduction, whereas a deduction will reduce the amount of taxable income that you have. A credit is actual real dollars that's being refunded to you. So similar to the child tax credit on an individual tax return, where they'll offer $2,000 given certain circumstances just for having a child. See, another this reason to have a kid. better than a deduction. Lauren. Not a Lauren, reason to have no, a kid. No, it's a reason. It costs way more than No, $2, we get 2000 bucks If we had eight of them, think about that, 8000 bucks. No, 16000 See, math is good. So back to where we were, though, Anthony. When you, so oh, give me a break. So when you're back at the deduction thing, though, I just want to understand. A deduction is the full number of how much your net income – no, your, your net income is. It's going to reduce your gross income for how much you pay your tax percentage times that. When you say a credit, that means after the formula of your tax bracket. Is that what I'm getting? Right. After you've already determined what your tax is, then you could reduce it by this credit. So for easy math, if I was at a 50% tax bracket, just for easy math, a credit is two times more valuable than a deduction. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So and what we have to keep in mind, it's huge, but you have to be a qualified employer and have qualified wages. Well, Lauren told me earlier this morning when I made her pancakes that I was qualified for a lot of things. So uh, what does a qualified employer mean? Can I just make myself qualified? Yeah, I want to I be qualified. How, qualify me, Anthony. Well, qualified under the CARES Act is going to be anyone that has been fully or partially suspended um, their operations due to the COVID-19 virus or has had a significant decline in gross receipts, which is a 50% drop from the same quarter of last year in comparison. But the better way to get in is probably with a suspended thing, because as long as for some time you were deemed non-essential, that means you were suspended. Isn't that true? Because you're partially suspended if you can't do your job unless it's remote. Absolutely. And even essential employers could make the argument that they are partially suspended because they're really supposed to have 75% of their workforce working from home, which is never going to be the same as 100% working on site. Yeah. So what I thought was interesting is they just changed the, the who's essential and not essential. And we had a lot of construction workers that were previously all essential. And Lauren and I were driving by this um, new development. Uh, where was it? Woodbury or something like that? And yeah. they were like half developed. And Lauren, w- w- it was right... Well, it, first off, it was beautiful, and I was looking at the construction, and you can see through everything. They were just starting to build. 25A if you want to go check it out yourself. It was a multi-million dollar project, and I'm looking at it. It stopped. So I'm thinking, oh, my my goodness, how much money is being lost there? I mean, they had this huge this huge project and then they had to stop it. But what you're telling us now is because they stopped it, they've been significantly suspended. And so they're going to qualify for this refundable employee retention credit. So it, I'm understanding construction people are going to qualify. Am I understanding that if I'm a multifamily landlord, I qualify? As long as you have W-2 employees, less than 100 employees, that you're, then you're considered to be paying qualified wages to. So it's got to be those W-2 employees, no 1099 vendors. So 1099 is completely out, but all my W-2s for each one, I could get $5,000 as long as I pay them over $10,000 for the year. That's correct. Do I have to and keep them? No- well, there's nothing in the code section that says that you do have to keep them, which is contrary to the Paycheck Protection Act, which is the PPP, uh, which is an SBA loan that's encouraging employers to retain employees and continue paying them their full salaries and benefits because whatever is paid over the subsequent eight weeks of that loan in qualified wages is going to be forgiven. That sounds amazing. So we can get this PPP thing that he's talking about. Uh, I don't, do you go PPP or you get it? I'm, I'm going to go PPP. So um, when you get it, it's like what? But I'm going to, it's true. So I'm going to, I'm just saying, so I'm going to go PPP and then I'm also going to get a refundable employee retention credit, Lauren. We're going to make a lot of money here. This sounds good. So can I get them both, Anthony? Well, and here comes the big bad accountant is where I say that, no, you're only entitled to one or the other. So I encourage people, I implore people who are applying for the PPP to be careful in quickly taking this employee retention credit because I wouldn't want to see anyone inadvertently get themselves kicked out of the Paycheck Protection Act and lose that potential for forgiveness of payroll repayments because they took this employee retention credit. Can you retroactively take the employee retention credit? Meaning like if I was applying for the PPP, I don't get it because it's first come first serve to be able to get this forgiven payroll, which is you get a loan for 250% of your payroll. It's eight weeks of payment. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. I want to get this thing. And so if I was going to get it and I'm, it's first come first serve, I don't get it. Can I retroactively go back and take my credit or do you have to claim the credit while you're paying the employees? 
it's not specified, but I would believe that you could retroactively, actively, excuse me, retroactively retain the credit because it's at the end of a quarter. So, for example, the first quarter is basically almost over. If anyone takes this credit, they're going to be. It's because they're in dire need. This second quarter, which is going to be the apex of this virus, from everything I keep hearing, is going to be from April first to June thirtieth. By then, a lot of people are going to know whether or not they've gotten this SBA loan. And if they haven't, then it's time to take advantage of this employee retention credit come July when the accountant is filing your payroll tax returns for you. And so I'm going to get this credit or I have to pick the PPP, like you're saying. You can't get them both. But I'm also reading that there's something called employer payroll tax deferral. And I want that one, too. Can I get that one and the other ones? No. Again, if you have the PPP, you're not entitled to this deferred payment plan, which this deferred payment plan says that the employer portion of Social Security taxes can be deferred not only to the end of December of 2020, but one half of what you incur would be due December 31st of 2021, while the second half of the Social Security taxes incurred would be due December 31st of 2022. But it's a time to pay, not a forgiveness of debt. So when we're talking about the refundable employee retention credit, I'm actually getting $5,000 per an employee. Well, when we're talking about the employee payroll tax deferral, I'm going to have to pay. It's just get them basically giving me a zero interest loan for a period. Exactly. And one thing that we have to keep in mind is that payroll as well as sales tax are two of the items that employers are personally liable for if they do not pay. That protection that comes from an S-corporation or an LLC is waived because they are individually responsible to make sure that all of those payroll taxes are getting paid in. So you're going to have to pay that money back no matter what, is what you're saying. Exactly. You close down your business, lock the doors, you're out of business, they're coming after you personally if you decide that you walked away with that money. So just to walk us back, there was this subsidy from Congress, and it's called the CARES Act. And it has three very important things I'm hearing for businesses. And what I wanted to ask you about was the refundable employee retention credit, which you told me I can get $5,000 credit per an employee, and there's no time on how much I have to keep them. They just have to be W-2, and I had to have suspended business practices or significant reduction in payroll, which you said was about 50%. And then there was this other thing called the employer payroll tax deferral, where you're telling me I'm getting an interest-free loan for part of the money, but I'm going to get ballooned. They're going to make me pay all this money in these two different segments after, and if I don't pay it back, I'm personally on the hook for getting my PC, my LLC, my LLP, my C-Corp, my S-Corp, whatever else. I'm on the hook. But then you introduce this thing called the PPP, the most exciting of them all, I think, where you said, hey, Payroll Protection Act. And I got all excited. And then you said to me, I can't get all three of them. So I have to pick one or the other. That's true, right? It is. And most people, I think, are going to apply for the PPP, and then it's going to be determination whether or not they obtain that as to whether or not they will then take the employee retention credit and perhaps this deferral of Social Security tax. Wow, there's a lot to think about. If you want to get some guidance on this, you got to call my man Anthony Tramontano at 631 252 2517. This is going to take some serious consideration and business planning because we have to thrive in the face of this pandemic. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? 
This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.